Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It makes me really emotional because like when I first saw that happening and I know how much like you, I get so emotional when I talk yeah, about this. Okay. I know how much you love her yeah. and how much she loves you that like. Thanks, honey. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. Today, I am doing a very special episode because I have two guests with me for the first time. So, and I uh, couldn't think of two better guests to have as my first time having this kind of episode. So, today we have on my beautiful wife, Shay, and my lovely daughter, Adriana. Today, we're going to be talking about all things dating with kids, being a step parent, trying to have an open line of communication with your child and as a parent, and then vice versa. You're going to get to dive into my daughter's 12-year-old mind to kind of see what goes on inside there and what goes on with having, you know, two step parents and two parents um, being in, in a you know, separated household. I now live in Los Angeles. She lives in Chicago. So we're going to get into it all. I'm super excited. And uh, allow me to introduce Shay and Adriana. Hi. Welcome to Who Can Relate? This is your. Uh, I mean, we should be on it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your first time on the show, and uh, I think this is like the perfect way to kick it off. So let me give a little bit more background for everybody. So uh, Shay and I now have been married for nine months, almost a year, coming up, which is crazy. Um, she is born in California, raised in California, has lived in LA now for twenty something years, I think. No, actually, I've lived in LA since twenty ten. So, oh, 10 years. 10 years, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so you went back. And, okay. Um, she's in real estate full time and uh, is a um, now avid guest as a being married to a podcast husband, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, Adriana is born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, she <laughs> is quite the little girl. Why don't you tell them a little bit why? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have, I just started a YouTube channel, uh, like, maybe, I started it last year, I just never uploaded a video. Yeah. Um, but, if you want to go subscribe, um, my channel is called Adriana Lauren, and, yeah, uh, I play softball for, I've been playing that for eight years, I've kind of played most of the sports. Yeah. And... I'm a model now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got you signed to LA Models Kids. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's start it off with talking about your time here in LA, right? So again, I moved to LA uh, two years ago, so Adriana was 10, um, which was obviously a challenging time in itself. And, you know, it's working out the kinks. It's It's trying to go home to Chicago every single month to see her and spend time together and also to bring out to LA as much as, as much as we can. And, uh, this time in particular, as far as, um, coming out to LA. It's the most special time ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. So, um, initially when I mentioned I wanted to have Adriana out in uh, LA for the summer, um, you know, of, of course, naturally as a 12 year old, you're a little bit hesitant, you know, you're like, I don't want to leave my family for that long and my routine for that long. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging. It's tough. Um, so we had conversations, we had talked and, uh, so we finally convinced her to come out and especially during the pandemic, which is crazy, but we convinced her to come out. But at first you were, uh, a little pessimistic. Yeah. It's my new word. <laughs> it's your new word. And, uh, let's talk about that. So, I was pessimistic because, well, my dad explained most reasons why, but I just don't like to leave my family, especially my two little sisters. Yeah. Um, because they're really important to me, and especially my mom as well, and my stepdad, because I'm usually with them every single day. Sure. And it's like, it's hard for me to leave them and say goodbye and then not see them for a month. Yeah. Um, but I really feel like this trip has been better than any other trip like the best trip ever um because they make it the best 
but also because I feel more comfortable to be me more because I'm usually not weird and quirky like <laughs> when I'm with my dad and Shay because I yeah. always feel like they're perfect. But come find <laughs> out, my dad's not perfect. <laughs> no, no, perfect. no one is. No. no one is. Um, but I feel like definitely our talks have definitely helped a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, we've been having a whole bunch of talks and like about certain subjects and different things. Um, but yeah, uh, I was just really pessimistic because I just didn't want to leave. Yeah. Um, I know like. I have to come because I need, you know, I need to have that, like, quality time with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just didn't want to leave. But finally, I, like, they convinced me. I convinced myself. I was like, I have to go. Yeah. Because if I don't go, like, I'm just going to regret it. Yeah. And, and you don't know unless you try, right? Yeah. Which is such as life. A lot of times, change is scary. You know, you're going you're gonna to change your routine. You're going to change, you know, you're in a different time zone. You're in a different city. You're in a different home. Although I'm your dad, you know, L.A. is still relatively new to you. It's new to me, you know, let alone you. So, you know, it's, it's Shay and I. It's our responsibility and our job to make sure you feel um, equally as home, um, at home as you are in Chicago as you are here. And, you know, funny enough, like, before I really sat down to think about, like, what we could do, Shay and I, I don't even know if we told you this, but Shay and I were thinking about things to do with you, you know, while you're in LA and we're like, we're going to go here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then like, I think right before I left, Shay and I were talking and I was like, wait, everything, not everything, but most of what we wanted to do, we can't because of COVID, Mm -hmm. you know? So we're going to be challenged to do what we're going to do. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You guys did tell me that, but (laughs) I think we've definitely made the most of it. Yeah. We haven't been at home like once. I mean, yeah. we've been at home, but we've been more busy yeah. than what we all probably thought that we were going to be because yeah. we just thought we were going to be stuck at home yeah. and just sitting there. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I definitely think it's been fun. We've, I mean, I've gone to work with Shay a couple of times. A lot of times. Uh, most times, <laughs> and mostly with Shay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like seeing like what my dad does for work um, and what Shay does for work because I feel like it's it's better to see multiple things so that as you get older you have different choices mm. to be what you want to mm-hmm. be. Yes, hundred percent. What's been really challenging this time is not only are we quarantined and there's not a lot of things that are open for us to do with her, yeah. but she's for the first time staying the longest she's ever stayed, and for. For the first time ever with her coming out, we really haven't done anything super fun. Like, we haven't gone to the beach. Like, maybe we've gone to the pool a couple times. But those bees are just so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But as far as, like, trying to, you know, her for her to feel like really comfortable and like have a good time and do fun stuff we haven't really done that. And the other day she had said that it's like been her best trip yet. Yeah. So, so let's talk. Let's talk about that. Um, that says a lot because this is your third, fourth time in LA. Maybe fifth, actually. Yeah. Really? Okay. So you've obviously more than once, um, and we've done a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the other every other time you're here, especially um, the last time in July when you were here. You know, you helped me shop for my tuxedo for the wedding. Um, the ring. The the. Uh, the ring was the year prior, yeah. but um, we did a lot, and I think Grandma Donna was here, so there was a lot of, I don't want to say distraction. The bridal shower. Yeah, the bridal shower. There's a lot of variety, different variety of yeah. things that um, help the time go by faster and a little bit easier if you, yeah. you know, to be away from your family. But then here we are in L.A. this time during a pandemic, and not only are you having a great time, but then you extended your trip yep. by 10 days, which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to extend my trip because I realized, and I told Shay this, the, I think it was like the first or second episode that my dad filmed, we were here, and I was like, I was telling Shay, I was like, I want to extend my stay. She was like, like, are you sure about that? Like, are you going to be okay with that? And I was like, yeah, like, I want to do it. Like, yeah. everyone else will be fine, but <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do it because, like I said, at the time we had, like, just a few talks, like, maybe, like, one or two. Yeah. And I felt really comfortable to stay longer because I felt like I was more myself yeah, and more, like I said, comfortable to stay here longer than a week. Yeah. Uh, so, and also I realized, and Shay tells me this all the time that, you know, 
my dad does so much just to see me that I want to do more. So I'm just going to like, I want to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that mom. I mean, it, uh, it's a challenge at times when you're not with the other parent. Um, obviously, as your mom and I aren't, and, and we, we do our best to co-parent, and, and at the end of the day, we just want to give you the best life possible. And you know, But I, not that it's anyone's fault, but I lose out on a lot of things that you um, get to experience with your mom, with your stepdad, with your sisters, because of just, the, not so much that I live in LA, but just because your mom and I aren't together. So there's a lot of times where I miss out on the little inside jokes. You know, I miss out on maybe a lot of times you do something for the first time, you know? So when you, when I do come to Chicago, it's really important that I try to almost make up for lost time. And then when you come here, it's the same idea of trying to make up for lost time. But then now also it's important for me as I know it is for Shay and it is for you, for you also now to spend a lot of time with Shay. So, that in itself is a whole agenda. It's a whole itinerary. It's constant work. It's constant reminders of like, hey, okay, my quality time with Adrian. Okay, Shay, your quality time with Adrian. Okay, the three of us, our quality time together, right? So you have these memories. But um, I just wanted to say, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, kudos to you for being open to all of the above. You know, it's, it's a lot to, uh, you know, have your parents not together and have them separate. And then now you have two step parents, right? And now you have sisters and, and, um, from your mom and, and your stepdad. And now Shay and I will, will have kids pretty soon. And you know, it's, it's a lot. And, uh, but it's, it's a, it's a huge testament. And again, I say kudos to you because not only do you embrace it, you know, at first it could be tough. You're a little bit hesitant, a little bit like, Oh, I don't want to go as long. But then when you're here and you tried it, you're like, I want to stay longer. Yeah. You know, when you get home, you're going to be like, I can't wait to see my family. And do so good for you for being open to, um, to, you know, to both. And I think you, you keep talking about how this is like the best trip so far. And we had this talk at dinner the other night and we talked about how, um, you know, I went around the table and I said, you know, what's everybody's, um, favorite thing, you know, so far about being in LA together. And, um, you started first and, yeah. I said our talks. Yeah. Because, like I said, our talks make me feel more comfortable. Yeah. And more like, like okay, like I can talk to them. Yeah. Like I can express them. Like I can express myself. Yeah. Um, I can express myself to them, and yeah, I just feel like they make, like I said, make me feel more like me, like more comfortable. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I mean, I know Shay has a lot to do with that, right? Because, I mean, I've been your dad as long as you've been alive, and you haven't really felt that level of comfortability. You know, even me providing the, we had an awesome place in Chicago together. You know, your room, you could see the entire city of Chicago. And it, when you were little, you used to say, that's the princess castle. And you get to wake up and go to sleep to the princess castle. But still, you didn't really, you had a gap of that comfortability factor as you said you know my dad's perfect you know is what you thought for the longest time and and then in comes shay right into the picture and i realized like all these things that shay that shay was like he's not perfect <laughs> yeah and, and no one is but you know it's a testament to shay to allow that comfortability side of you to actually be there now finally mm -hmm. um so honey as, as a step parent right and obviously this is your this is your first time ever seriously dating someone obviously we're married but even when we weren't seriously dating someone with a child you know that's that poses a lot of challenges it's um a lot of uh, uncertainty a lot of a lot of just being unsure how do i discipline how do i step in when do i meet the person you know so if you mm -hmm. want to kind of talk about that timeline and how all that came yeah. about I think, I think with parenting in general, there's no right way to parent. It, you don't get a manual book when you have a kid, and I think it's more challenging when the child's not yours, let alone they're already kind of, you know, their own individual person. When I met her, she was nine, turning 10. Yeah. And um, you and I had been dating at that time for... Maybe like... Six months? Six, eight months, maybe? Somewhere in uh, between, yeah, yeah, six yeah. months. So we started dating in April-ish, May. Yeah. And then I met you, like, right around your 10th birthday. So I think that there's no... And it was requested by Adriana. Yeah, I... So my dad told me... I remember the exact time that he told me that 
him and Shay were just friends. But I, <laughs> I already knew it. I was like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. They're not friends. She's yeah. a very, very smart girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to meet Shay because I knew that my dad was obviously eventually going to be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to meet her now so that way, just in case things don't work out, at least I met her and I know what <laughs> happened. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, well, you're just saying that there's, there's no right yeah, or wrong Yeah, there's no way. right or wrong way to raise a kid, and you're even more so challenged when you're coming in as a step-parent at such a, you know, already kind of developed age. Developed age. Yeah. And um, I think the best thing that I feel confident with, like, who I am as a person is just, like, my ability and my intuition to talk to her, to to really get to know her. And I think that's probably like the best thing you can do as a parent is like try to know your kids like yeah. down to their core where you can see the moods, you can yeah. see the energy shifts and you can you can highlight them and talk about them with your kids because especially with this age yeah. that she's in, she's transitioning into a young lady so fast. Yeah. And every time we see her, she's bigger, taller. Yeah. Um, more mature, more mature, talking faster, funnier, like, <laughs> ev- like all of her personality traits are just like advancing and just like developing and she's just becoming a young lady. And I think this yeah. is a very important time for her to feel that she has a voice that she can be comfortable with. And, um, and I think that's what I feel like I tried to do mostly on this trip because yeah. there was, you know, with her like being hesitant about coming out, I knew that there was some kind of gap that needed to be filled and whether I fill it or not, I at least wanted to create that bridge. Yeah. So either one of them can like, yeah. Well, let me ask you, closer. I mean, if, if someone is watching and they're, um, they're in your shoes, you know, whether they're a newly step parent or uh, possibly soon to be step parent. You have this innate, unique, beautiful ability to, as you said, allow someone to feel like they can be themselves around you, to feel comfortable around you. Um, you, as I've found out, this, especially this trip, have really mastered that with Adriana as far mm-hmm. as bringing out that side of her, allowing her to feel comfortable. More importantly, allowing her to feel like she can talk to you, she can confide in you. If you could give anyone, again, who's in your shoes, the blueprint to that, the answers to that test, because that's, that says a lot. And that is like 80% of it all. So, I mean, you could really help, you know, someone out again, who's who's possibly in your shoes. So, I mean, I mean, not, not to give away your secrets, but what would you say are, are some of the the key things you would recommend that step parents or just parents in general try with their children? I honestly think it has a lot to do with communication and just like vulnerability as well, because I think like sometimes like kids want to see like the raw side of you, like the vulnerable side of you, not like the person that's perfect or, you know, and I think that once I recognized that that's what she was missing from you is where I tried to like Mm. bring that gap closer together and express it to you and then have open conversations where it's like a red table talk in our family where we can talk about like what she's feeling and like, and, and I want her to like know that her feelings are valid whether they mean something to us or not it's the way she's feeling and I really try to like highlight that and like give her that voice especially with you because there's been such you know there's a lot of distance and time that separates people and I think that with that not being on your guys' side there there's natural gaps that come in sure and yeah it makes me really emotional because like when I first saw that happening and I know how much like you I get so emotional when I talk yeah, about this okay. I know how much you love her yeah. and how much she loves you that like thanks honey <laughs> yeah I mean <clears throat> you know but it's it's uh what she's saying mama is that it's challenging in itself to be a parent number one half the time we don't know what we're doing and we're just gonna take our chances and try to figure it out and hopefully it works out but when it comes to being a co-parent and again you know as i as i mentioned earlier there's these gaps you know these these time apart moments and and sometimes there are a lot even when i was in chicago living you know in the same city as you i would travel out for work so i would you know as it was i got you every other weekend but sometimes i'd have to wait three sometimes four weeks to see you and i remember every time those, those gaps would happen i'm like 
oh, I feel like I took five steps back just when I had her last time. We were gaining some momentum only to, you know, not only lose the momentum, but then again have to backtrack. And then now being out here in L.A., although I go home every month, as you know, we've talked about this a lot, it's, it's the same amount of time that we spend together on paper. It's just now consecutively for a week straight as opposed to every other month. Nonetheless, those gaps are huge. And, you know, your memory might not be as fresh with me as it would be with your mom or your stepdad because you live with them. Your memory with Shay might not be as fresh and as, as, you know, in the forefront of your mind as it is with your anyone that lives with you at home. And so for us, I know for Shay and I, it's um, a little bit of a struggle to tr- honestly try to keep up, you know, mm-hmm. to to try to say, hey, remember us, you know, don't, don't forget about me, don't forget about me, don't forget about us, you know, we're here too, we love you too, we love you just as much, we can't wait to see you as well, you know, so I know that uh, that's, that's a lot of what Shay's alluding to is how it's just, it's just hard sometimes because our love never stops for you and I know your love doesn't stop for us but sometimes it's, it's forgotten because it's not right in front of you, you know, so, um, but that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about this. Cause there are other people going through this. There's other people who get very emotional from this moment. Cause it's a very sensitive topic, you know, but I'm glad that we're here. We're able to, we're able to, this is a safe space. We're able to talk about this. And, and again, we're helping out ourselves and in turn, we'll help out everyone else. But you know, you guys have, have especially after, you know, this trip, this trip, correct me if I'm wrong, has been not only the best trip in, in, in general, but especially for you two, you guys have spent so much time together. You know, um, a lot of times, you know, I try to go with Shay to work and I try to, you know, the three of us can roll together, but there's a lot of times where I can go, but I choose not to because I see you very often. Again, I had COVID happen and I didn't see you for a while, but aside from that, I saw you every single month and Shay sees you every four, sometimes five months, right? So I wanted you know, selflessly, I wanted you guys to have time together. I wanted you guys to build the bond that is, is beautiful to see, right? And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of just being open. So, you know, it's, it's been uh, a beautiful thing to see you guys grow and evolve and your relationship become what it is today, which is, I mean, you guys are homies. You guys are best friends. You know, you guys finish each other's sentences. You're <laughs> like, it's, it's been really cool to see. It's been really beautiful to see. Um, but I think the other question I have is, um, you know, if you can relate to this, honey, is that if it weren't for all the work that you and I did individually, right, on, on our own, as far as being an adult and, and being able to have this ability to allow people to feel comfortable with us, right, to work through the kinks, um, if it weren't for that kind of work, that, that self-work, we probably wouldn't be able to give her the tools that we are able to provide for her. We probably wouldn't have the relationship that we have with her together. Um, you know, we, we both come from broken homes. And, and I know for me especially, it's, it, this wasn't planned to have a broken home with, with my daughter, but it is what it is. But I just want to make the best of it. And I, I want to be every bit um, the father to you that I never had. Um, honey, if you can touch on maybe just now that you've you know, not just because we're married, we have rings in our fingers and we had the whole ceremony, but I know you looked at Adriana and loved Adriana as if she was your own from before that. Mm-hmm. But do you ever feel like, you know, obviously you look at her as your daughter. Do you ever feel like, man, I want to give her things that I wish I had when I was a kid or any, anything like that? Yeah, of course. I think when, because uh, I also, like you said, came from a broken family didn't have like my dad around and the stepfather that came in I was six years old he had every like opportunity to kind of step in as the father figure in my life and he kind of didn't you know and then my mom had a had a kid with him which was my brother and I very much saw the family dynamic between the three of them and I was just kind of like there you know and so I think like I always tell her like how incredibly lucky she is to have like the stepfather she has and then obviously me and stuff. So I I think it was always a thing and I told him this before we got married that when we did have kids, I never want Adriana to feel like just like, like an ex, like not the same as our our own kids like if they have a room she has a room you know and if they have stuff she has stuff like I don't want her to come feeling like she's just like I don't know, like just visiting and not yeah. a part of like or unequal to what they are to, sure. to us. 
And again, that's, that's a testament to you uh, being the parent, obviously step-parent that you are, because being a step-parent is not for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I, I dated someone for, which is my longest relationship to date, um, for over four and a half, five years. And, you know, one thing that I just couldn't fully accept was that she just did not have the relationship that I, I wanted my daughter to have with her future stepmom. And bless her heart, it just wasn't for her. I think she's going to be an amazing mother whenever she has kids, but being a step-parent is not for her. And again, it's not for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, that was one thing that I, I actually, I had a conversation with her about this, and I said, I just don't feel like you treat her as if she's yours. I don't, I don't necessarily need you to love her as if she's your daughter, because I don't even know if I could do that to someone. So I would never ask someone to do something I don't even know if I can do. But I just need you to have love for her. I need you to love her. I feel like oftentimes when she comes here, you just treat her as like a visitor. You don't treat her like this is her home too, is, is what we've provided now in LA. And, um, and what I did in Chicago you know, while I was there before I moved, that this was her home too. You have a bed here as well. This is your room. This is so on and so forth. So um, you know, when you are dating someone with kids, there's no secret, right? That if you don't have a good relationship with my daughter, it's not going to work. Now, just because everyone knows that elephant in the room, it doesn't mean again that it's easy. So what you've been able to do, take your role as a step parent, know where to fit in, know where your place is, and then sometimes take a risk with maybe disciplining her and you're like, I don't really know if this is my field, but I know this is the wrong thing to do and let me try to help her, right? Um, but again, it's, it's, it's not for everyone, but it, but it is for you. And again, mm-hmm. it's just a testament to who you are as a person. And maybe you can, you can talk about that, Adriana, how, how much better our relationship has been now that Shay's in the picture, right? She was the missing piece to the puzzle, you know? And um, how much more comfortable and how much more excited and happier you are to come with me, you know? And, and, and again, I know a large part of that is due to Shay. <laughs> um yeah definitely Shay has helped I always I mean I, I made this up but I said that um we were calling my grandma one day and I was like Shay knows how to break people down yeah what I mean by that is she knows how how to make like not necessarily make you but like kind of tell you and make you feel more comfortable open up in yeah and open up right to the person that you need to yeah and me and my dad we had a really good relationship yeah. we still do but i just feel like shay just made it better because like if like little thing that my dad's like oh i wish you did this or like or i'm like oh i wish my dad did this yeah. shay like feels that she bridged the gap yeah yeah um so thank you <laughs> i don't want to make you cry right now <laughs> um it's beautiful but yeah i definitely feel like shay has definitely helped bridge the gap yeah us as our relationship i mean kind of me and my mom's relationship too because yeah like sometimes i feel weird talking to my mom or my stepdad or my sisters sure to in front of you guys because i feel like if i do it will they do they think that i still love them the same Mm. or will they won't and that's what i do a lot sometimes i don't call my dad or shay as much because i feel like if i if I do, then my mom and my stepdad won't feel like that I love them the same. Sure. Or when I'm here, I don't call, you know, my mom or my sisters and everyone else the, as much as uh, I would call you guys. Yeah. Um, because I feel weird. But I feel like Shay definitely helps me do that because she, like, makes, like, she doesn't make me, like I said, but she opens, like, me up, opens up. Um, helps you open up. Yeah, helps yeah. me open up. Yeah. Like to talk to them because like she says all the time we still love you the same you still love us the same we know that yeah and you know it's it's uh that's really powerful you know what you said as as a 12 year old you know i forget you're 12 sometimes but even as a 12 year old how mature you are for your age and what you understand Mm -hmm. um is very impressive and there's a lot of kids out there who you know their parents aren't together they're divorced or separated and they now have step parents and they don't really know how to be with the step parents with their real parents and they don't know how to be with their step parents with you know so at the end of the day just so you know and i know we always talk about this and as a reminder that 
again, Shay and Alex, who are your step parents, love you the same equally, which is just unconditional love. Your mom and I love you unconditionally, no matter what. And again, as Shay said earlier, you know, that's a beautiful thing that you have four parents. You have multiple sets of grandparents and cousins and all these different extended families where coming from, you know, where I came from being raised by a single mom in a small family, I wish I had siblings. I, I wish I had a, a stepdad, a father figure in the house at full time, like you do with your stepdad. Um, I wish I, I, you know, had my stepmom in my life longer than I did as, as you have with Shay, you know? And so Shay and I look at what you have and we're like, oh, how cool would it have been to like be in Adriana's shoes, you know? And then let alone, we live in LA and, and I know now that you're getting older, um, that means something different to you now, you know, cause you see like a lot of the people you watch on YouTube live here and, and a lot of stuff you see on TV or YouTube, you see on the streets and everything. So it's LA now is cool to you, you know, as opposed to just a foreign place that you don't really understand. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, uh, again, it's, it's a beautiful thing that you're able to not only feel what you feel, which is, I don't want to tell my, my stepdad and my mom, you know, Hey, I miss you guys. I love you. Cause I don't want to hurt Shay and my dad's feelings. And then vice versa. It's important to know that you're not the only kid out there that feels that way. There's a lot of kids out there who feel that way. And because of what you just said, you're going to help out a lot of people and a lot, and a lot of kids are gonna be like, Oh man, I'm not the only one. Like, good. I can relate to her. And the other thing is, is that, and, and this is why I'm really proud of you, you know, cause I, I always try to really just press the issue of, never lose your voice, you know, always try to feel how you feel and then try to put that into words and then actually talk to us, right? We can't read your mind. Only, only, you know, your information to us is going to be able to help us help you. And, um, so I'm proud of you for being able to talk about that with us. And like you said, you know, we've, we've had some serious heart to heart. I mean, you and I have always had heart to heart conversations and, and we've cried together and we've hugged it out and we've, we've had an issue and now we have a solution. Um, but this trip has been like our own version of like the red table talk for the Davis family and, and the heart to heart conversations, you know, with the Davis family and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, I see a different joy in you. I see a different light in you and I'll explain what that means. I think for the first time ever, you finally feel like you fit in with everything and everyone in your life your multiple families, you, you know where, where you fit in and how you fit in. You know I can talk to Shay, I can talk to my dad, I can talk to my mom, I can talk to my stepdad um, equally. And, and even, you know, it's gonna get better and better. You're gonna go home and you're gonna take notes from what we've shared, you know, in LA together and how you, you, you get in tune with your feelings and you talk to your family about it. You're gonna be able to take that all back with you. But I've seen a different you this trip. And again, I think uh, and it's in large part to you finally just feel comfortable. Not only do you feel comfortable in LA, but you feel comfortable with yourself. You feel comfortable with Shay. You feel comfortable with, um, you know, all the different dynamics in, in, in your little world, which is great because it's only going to help you in life and it's only going to help build confidence and it's going to make sure that you remember that I feel this way, I need to talk about it, and here's how I talk about it when I feel this way, right? Um, I think, yeah. too, that, um, you know, being in therapy, you and I together, has really taught me that it's the smallest thing sometimes that can create trauma in a child's life. Yeah. The smallest, smallest things. And I discovered that not, not, not only from, like, my own experience, but just hearing some of your experiences of when you grew up and, and how, for me, some of your traumas are kind of small to me. Yeah. And how much they have affected you. So I think like knowing that and diving more into, you know, just childhood trauma, I think that I just wanted to be so careful with her and just make sure that there's nothing that she's suppressing from yeah. within that it's going to carry into her adult life as a childhood trauma. Sure. You know, so I think that that's where I've really tried to like open you up yeah. and like release all of whatever it is that you feel deep down inside, whether it's small, whether it's something that we would never even think twice about, but you're holding on to, yeah. you know, and I think that that is like something that I really tried to do and accomplish this trip. Yeah. 
Uh, it's and that's back to the work that we did, you know, individually in order to prepare ourselves for our own kids. But you know, right now here mm-hmm. we are with Adriana, and this is great practice for when we have our own kids. But yeah, and and that's something that when we have our heart to heart conversations, you know, even back in Chicago, that was one thing that I had as a kid that I always felt like, which was, I have no one to talk to. I have no one to talk to. I have all these feelings inside. And I have no one to talk to about it. And I don't even know how to express it. I don't even know how to talk about it. And what I did was I kept pushing it down. And I kept suppressing and putting it under the rug. And that's something I always tell you. Do not do that. Don't suppress your feelings. Don't push them under the rug. Don't hide from them. Because what you resist. Well, you persist. What you resist, persist. Exactly. And so it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to keep coming up. So I'm really happy. And I know you, know, you are too, honey, that you have that feeling of a safe place again that you can come in and talk to us about it. and hopefully you don't have any you know major trauma as a, as a child and and you know you, you keep you have this beautiful light that we we all want you to keep you know using in in helping change the world and, and and use it as bright as it is and shining as bright as it is and and i think all of you know the work that we did knowing how to help you will in turn allow you to live up to your full potential um so yeah, I think uh, <laughs> we we talked about a lot. I, I mean, it's. I just feel like my dad talked more than me, but <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. is the host. I know. Again, you know, it's um, it's important. I think for people to see behind the curtain sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, if if someone sees a photo of us, you know, we've we've been blessed with with our health. We've been we've been blessed with the way that we look and in our appearance. But we're not perfect, as you have been finding out. And I definitely found out my dad is definitely not perfect after I ever heard a little toots, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, it was his shoe. <laughs> it was his shoe. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's important that people see the raw, authentic, mm-hmm. you know, side of things in, in a family dynamic and know that we all have problems, too. And we go through them just like everyone else goes through them. But it's important to talk about them. And so Mm -hmm. for us, you know, being here today, we're just trying to make sure that everyone understands that, that they, whatever they may be going through, you know, we have gone through it as well, or we're going through it now and it's okay. Let's all try to come together and try to help each other out and figure it out. Um, Do you guys want to add anything else? I actually asked Adriana today, I was like, do you think we'll always be this close? (laughs) And I said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? Yeah, I don't think that we'll, like, not necessarily separate, but, like, not be as close as we are now. Sure. I think that we will be even closer. Yeah. Um, me and my dad as well. Yeah. I'm not trying to make anyone cry right now. <laughs> I'm, like, making myself cry, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I definitely think that our relationships will get better, will grow better. Um, especially me and Shays and my dads and yeah. my moms, my stepdads, yeah. um, everyone else. Um, I think yeah. Adriana really um, struggles with, like, you know, spreading herself and giving her love to just everybody. And I think that she, maybe not anymore, but I think for the longest, you kind of struggled with how to do that. Like when you're at home with your mom and your stepdad, how can I still love Shay and my dad? And then when you're here, you're like, how can I still like, you know, and I think it's important for us or whoever the parents are that you're with for us to like open those doors for you. Recognize the, the, the times that you're not feeling comfortable in like, in just allow you to like for me I always tell you oh call your mom and then you're like uh I remember one time you said I don't really feel I don't know if I feel comfortable and I was like why not I'll talk to her with you and then we called her and we had a really nice conversation and ever since then I feel like even you're you've been more comfortable to call them in front of me and I think it's important just as parents that you do that for the child if you guys are co-parenting yeah. and you know because you don't want your child to feel torn or you know sure. divided yeah, at the end of the day, you know, whatever happened in the past with you and that other parent, obviously that didn't work out, it's in the past, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and your mom and I have created this beautiful being, which you are, and, and it's our responsibility and our job to never forget mm-hmm. that it's about you, 
right? It's not Team about Adriana. Team Adriana, as I always say, is my sports reference. But it's not about me. It's not about her. It's about you. And it's not about being right or wrong for both of us. It's about what's right or wrong for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and it's our responsibility to, you know, put our heads together in a good way and, and try to, you know, provide the best life for you. And then, obviously, you know, as we talked about, too, with, you know, Alex and Shay, your step-parents, to, to do the same, you know, in, in their own lane, which, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, they definitely... They definitely do. Yeah, for sure. And so now you have these these uh, this dream team of of a combination of parents. You know, and we're all different. You know, and so like as you said earlier, you know, you you take different personalities and you take different mindsets and, and different advice that we all give you. And you're like, okay, and you. But the 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 beautiful thing about it all is that you have options. You know, as, as I grew up with a single mom, I only had one option, you know, it was her, you know, and, and Shay was, it was primarily your mom, which is just, just yeah. one, you know, so you have four, which is so cool. And just so you know, you have no excuse not to succeed in life because like, and there might be like each one of us might play a different role in your life for you. Yeah. Like there may be some things that you only feel comfortable coming to, you know, your dad about or me about or your yeah. mom about or Alex, you know? And I think it's, it's just, I think it's nice that you just have that diversity of people that you can talk to and, yeah. and you know, you have a big family and that's just something to be so thankful for. Yeah. And I'm still meeting people. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I have a question for you, Mama. And maybe we can end with this. Being in the unique situation that you're in, again, you have four parents, essentially. And we all love you equally. You have this massive family from all of our different sides. You have friends who their parents aren't together. And they may be going through some things. They may be feeling certain types of way. Or anyone watching that may be your age or on your age going through things that you went through in the past. Not feeling comfortable calling your mom when you're with us, etc. What advice would you give them and in what ways do you think you can help them? Um, one of my friends, I, I have multiple friends that their parents aren't together, but one of my friends I definitely help because she doesn't, her dad and her, they don't get to see each other. Mm. Um, she loves him, he loves her, but like, um, it's just not a good relationship. Okay. Um, but I definitely always tell her like, even though it might not be a good relationship, because sometimes me and my dad don't have that good of a relationship sometimes. Mm-hmm. If, if you fix it or not, at least you know that you love them and they love you. Yeah. And, like, that's all that matters. As long as you love them and they love you, then yeah, you're, like, all set. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as I remember growing up without my dad, you know... Um, and then as I got older, I, I wanted to have a relationship with him. And one of the reasons why was because... Look, at the end of the day, you only get one biological mom. You only get one biological dad. And he is my biological dad. And I, and I knew no matter what flaws he had, because we're all, again, flawed and we're not perfect, I can still learn something from him. And, and, and he can learn stuff from me, right? Because we're tethered. We're all tied together. Me, you, your mom, we're all tied together. We're all blood. We're all... So there's a lot of traits and similarities that, you know, a lot of things you do is I do the same thing. A lot of things, you know, your mom does, you do the same thing, you know. So I think it's beautiful that no matter what, you just try to have some type of relationship with, you know, with your parent um, regardless. But, um, but yeah, again, there's a lot of kids going through what you're going through. So that will definitely help out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anything else? Anybody? I think I would probably recommend for the parents to learn their love languages yeah. as well as their kids. I actually yeah. got her the love ling- five love languages for kids. Yeah. yeah, and we had already read ours, and then along with a few other um, books that we read together, and some that we have on our list to read together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as I reach over to grab them. <clears throat> um, there's, there's two books, uh, again, uh, Shay and I have read The Five Love Languages, um, but then again, there's The Five Love Languages for Kids, which really helps out too, but... Um, and then there's the one for men. Yeah, and there's also Five Love Languages for Men, but the author of The Five Love Language um, Company, trilogy, um, uh, is Gary Chapman, and Gary Chapman also wrote two books about um, blended families, and one of them is called Building Love Together in Blended Families, The Five Love Languages and becoming step family smart. So Shay and I will be reading this one. Mm-hmm. 
and also uh, the DIY guide to building a family that lasts. 12 tools for improving your home life. And again, this is uh, by Gary Chapman, and this one is also co-authored by Shannon Warden. Um, so yeah, so look, I mean, at the end of the day, the information's out there, right? And it's up to us to educate ourselves. Um, as I've been saying often on this trip, you know, sometimes you can't change your circumstances. It wasn't planned to have a broken family and to raise you a part of that. But you can change how you respond to your circumstances. Um, I was just about to say that quote. Um, you can't change the way it is. You can't change the way that it looks. And that it happened. Yeah. And how it happened. But you can change the way that you're at, like your attitude. Exactly. Towards it. And, and to want to make it as best as you can. And so, you know, and that's something we, we really tried to do. And I feel like um, air high five to us. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're doing a good job. Your mom and your stepdad are doing a great job because obviously, you know, you're, you're proof of that. You're our billboard as, as parents. So, um, Okay, so uh, where can people find you on YouTube so that they can start watching your videos that you're going to start posting? Um, well, I already posted one, <laughs> uh, but you can, guys can find me at Adriana Loren, and then TikTok is no longer available, so <laughs> never mind. So it's just you, YouTube for now. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, I'll make sure I put that in there. Shay's really not much the Instagram person, but I'll put her Instagram as well because you do post amazing stuff and amazing quotes and will help out a lot of people. So, um, right. I always end with a rapid fire of five questions. Um, you guys don't know what the questions are, but I would just love to know the raw, real um, answers. Okay. So the first question is you guys can answer whenever you want. <clears throat> Game show. Yeah. Who is? <laughs> yeah. And you can air button it. Uh, who is or was your role model? I would say my role model was probably my mom. Okay. Yeah. Who would you say, mama? I mean... You could have a lot, yeah. too. Yeah, I, definitely my mom because she's been through a whole bunch. I mean, she, when she had me, she couldn't really go to college. Right. She had to do that after. Yeah. Um, she definitely accomplished that. <laughs> and then... My dad. Mm. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, next question. <clears throat> hmm. Come on, I'm ready to hit the button. Are you ready to hit the button? Okay. This one's for Shay. Oh, <laughs> never mind then. What advice would you give your teenage self? Your teenage self. And I asked that because Adriana's about to be a teenager here in a couple months, right? So this is a, kind of a selfish question that I'm asking, obviously, on, on her behalf, because I want to just know, you know, I understand that I won't understand everything, and so this will help me understand. Yeah. So what advice would you give to your teenage self? Gosh, I feel like I could really think of a lot of stuff. This question could go so deep, but I think one that comes to surface almost immediately is just like, allow yourself to dive in and explore your feelings and and live your truth and and just have your voice like i feel like i try to do with her yeah um yeah okay um did you hear that mama took took some notes yeah. <laughs> okay uh next question a little bit lighter who is your favorite music artist boom okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually have a lot. Um, so, like, so give me three. Okay. One of them is Chance the Rapper. I've always loved Chance the Rapper because my cousin and my dad. And Chicago. Being from Chicago. I, I thought you meant the dog, but. No, not our dog. <laughs> um, Kanye West. Yeah. I love Kanye West. Shay posted this video of me today <laughs> of seeing the I Love Kanye song, which yeah. I've mastered. Yeah. But. And number three. Number three, I want to say, I remember her name, but same time I don't remember her name. I'm pretty sure her name's Summer Walker. Yeah, Summer Walker. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like her music. I feel like her music is really cool. Like she has like slow, like sad music, and then she mm -hmm. has like, oh my god, like rap, like super exciting music. And I feel like it's a mix of both. Like if you're in your feelings, you can listen to her. If you're not. You just want to like listen to like music just to hype you up and listen to that. That's how I feel about Drake. <laughs> Honey? 
I think I got to take everyone back to the 90s. Sure, take it back. <laughs> um, my, is it three? Yeah. I would probably say growing up, I loved, loved, loved Michael Jackson, Whitney mm. Houston, Sade, and then every other 90s R&B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fourth question. Again, we have two more. Um, what more. is the biggest challenge you've had so far in your life that you've overcome? No air button here, huh? Okay. So, I think my stitches. I hit my head pretty hard. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was scary. To yeah. be a child. Yeah, yeah right. I was only like... Actually, I, probably, I was either like 11 or 10. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But it was the most scariest thing ever. I'm yeah. going to cry about it because when I felt like... I felt like... Like, I felt... Like, I felt pretty hard on my head, and I felt like, I, like, what if I didn't remember everything? And I don't want to cry, because, like, it's, like, it's not, okay, like, Mama. It's all right. That was a scary moment. And I had to get my stitches. I remember, like, right after I got my stitches, I called my dad, and I was like, I fell, and I had to get stitches. Yeah. And that's um, a terrible phone call to get as a parent, but, yeah. Um, Yeah, like, I thought, like, when I was getting the numbing shot, I was like... I felt it go through my eyebrow, and I was like, oh, this hurts so bad. And I was like, am I done? And they were like, no, you saw like another hour. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. Um, but, yeah, I, like, hurt myself pretty bad. I had, like, a really bad cut inside my mouth yeah. and outside my lip. And yeah. I was just scared that, like, I wasn't going to remember. Sure. And luckily, it was only just a, a minor scar, and, and you remember everything and didn't mess up your beautiful face, and here you are. Honey? Biggest challenge. My biggest challenge, I would probably have to say, um, which was rewarding, I feel, but I think it was being in a serious relationship with you because I think that that it came with the challenge of me having to look at myself in the mirror. And I think that happens when um, you're in serious relationships, especially when you, you know, move in and you're living with somebody and with Justin being the first person, you being the first person that I've ever lived with. Yeah. Um, it came with a lot of challenges. There was a lot of things that I was forced to recognize within myself, sure. change, grow, work through, whatever. And it, it, it wasn't only challenging for myself, but it was challenging for our relationship. And yeah. Some of the things looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it obviously poses, you know, if you never lived with anyone, pose a lot of challenges. I moved across country, you know, there's a lot of pressure that I'm sure you uh, naturally put on yourself, you know, mm -hmm. because I was one moving for you. But um, here we are married and, and, mm -hmm. and we're, we're getting through it. Okay. Someone recently told us in some wedding advice was it or I guess experience, but mm -hmm. it gets better marriage gets better as you like grow together yeah. and I think as long as you can you know work through your problems and talk through them and grow through them um, you just become better yeah as, as uh, Spencer always reminds me um, you have to go through it to, to grow, grow through, through it, it. You know, so. so I would say that was probably my biggest challenge in yeah. life because yeah. there was a point where I was like what is like <laughs> the problem? Am I the problem? Sure. Yeah. Are we the problem? That's a whole another episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. So final question, number five. Um, and, and this is a question both of you guys can answer whenever. What do you admire the most about you? Okay. Um, I admire the most about me that I got to fix myself because mm. not like fix fix myself but um make to work on yourself yeah work on myself because when i was younger um like cup like maybe like when i was like seven um i wasn't the best i mean people say i was a good kid but i don't think i was because i would get in trouble a whole bunch and this one time i got super scared because my dad had to come and i was like this is it <laughs> I'm, like i'm done for <laughs> yeah um yeah i just think I've just improved on myself. Um, mm -hmm. Not as like, I don't get angry as fast or mm -hmm. like, um, I guess you can say like. Your temper. Yeah, my temper. Like I don't like yeah. yell. Yeah. Well, you know how to 
um, again, understand your feelings a little bit more and, and, uh, and you sometimes you've gotten a lot better, but sometimes you, uh, you used to react really quick instead of respond, take your time, think about it, process, take a deep breath and then respond. Um, so yeah. Okay. So that's what you admire most is that you're able to work on yourself. You're able to see that you needed, you had some room for improvement and, uh, with some help along the way, you were able to do that. Yeah, and I also admire my four parents because yeah. I feel like they've definitely helped me too, especially Shay and my stepdad because I feel like they're both like people that break you down. Yeah, which um, is great. Like they open you up and just let you talk about your feelings. Yeah. Honey, what do you admire the most about you? I would say my ability to really understand different perspectives and different personalities and energies and all of that and yeah. I'm also very on top of being understanding I'm just very un, sorry on top of being understanding I'm also just very forgiving yes I can attest to that and to both definitely yeah <laughs> um, all right well uh, this has been awesome it's been a pleasure to have you guys on and I know again this is a uh, definitely helped us i think we, we we learned a little bit about one another a little bit more um and we'll add this this brick of our memory to our foundation that we're going to keep building and we're gonna uh, add it to our red talk table talks <laughs> yeah we also created an honest table yeah yeah uh, i think it was yesterday or the day before yeah we all well mostly me but um <laughs> We were just really honest. Shay made yeah. this up like the other day, like because we were talking about like water, yeah. like, drinking water, and she was like, "Let's go to the honest table, Jonah." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like it's our version of the red table talk. Red table talk, yeah. <laughs> just just being honest, you know. Sometimes we're it's easy for everyone to make up white lies, you know, but um, which is not a good thing. It's not a good habit to develop. So, um, just being honest, you know, and just making sure we're all telling each other the truth. We're all you know, being truthful to ourselves and again to everyone else. So, um, yeah, work in progress, right? So, again, thank you guys for joining. This has been great. Thanks for having me. Gonna help out a lot of people. Um, if anyone have found this um, as impactful as I as I know we definitely have for ourselves, please like it, share it, um, and uh, yeah, again, our, our whole mission in, in this episode is just to try to allow you guys to take a step into our day-to-day -day real authentic um raw family and, and you know that nothing's perfect and it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice a lot of patience and uh above all a lot of love so uh thanks for watching thanks for joining guys appreciate you thanks for having us looking forward to the next one thanks for subscribing to my channel already because <laughs> we know you did that you should have but <laughs> um thanks for having me yeah thanks guys love you guys Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with my wife and my daughter. And that was truly a, a, an honor and a pleasure. And I couldn't think of a better way to kick off this entire launch um, than just having them on the show. And one thing that we get asked a lot is, how do we co-parent? How do we step-parents? How do we, you know, balance that relationship out with my daughter? And, you know, I've always said I've been a I've been a father since I was 21 years old, and I've always, you know, thought to myself when it comes to dating. Once I knew her mom and I weren't going to be together, I always thought to myself, look, I mean, this is an extension of who I am, and any woman that's the right woman for me is going to know that and is going to love her. Um, the way she loves me because that's an extension of me right and I looked at it as practice you know this was gonna be knowing that I wanted to have more kids this was gonna be practice for my future wife um, to know what kind of father I'm gonna be and what father I am and vice versa with what kind of mother she would be and here we are you know seeing this beautiful relationship that my daughter and my wife have is something that that I, I do not take for granted and, and I truly realize how lucky and fortunate I am I know it's it's very difficult for a lot of people to step parent, and that's why it was really important for me to get on here and and share this um, this this true experience that I'm going through with with my blended family. Anyone out there who is considering dating with kids, um, or maybe you were hesitant, you know, in, in the past, and 
If you're like my wife, who got to a certain point in time where she was old enough to understand that she's probably not going to find someone at her age who is, is either not married or doesn't have kids. So you have to be more open to it and accepting of, of this you know, possibility. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I can speak on, on my wife's behalf when I tell you that we just strongly encourage you guys to just give it a shot, you know, like, like anything else in life, right? You don't know unless you try. And this is something that was new to her and, and, and something that, you know, she really wasn't sure if, if in the past, if she'd be open to it. And even myself, if I can, you know, step outside of my marriage and, and hypothetically speak, I don't even know if I could do it, to be honest. You know, it's, it's such a fine line and, 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 a, and a tight rope at that, that you have to, um, you have to walk on um, when it comes to trying to find your role in the relationship with your stepchild. Um, you know, in my case as a father, it's, um, you know, obviously, you know, the number one thing is for me is that my partner has a good relationship with my daughter, but um, also that my, my daughter has a great relationship with, with her stepmom. You know, so again, the, the more beautiful women and, and women of empowerment that I can surround my daughter with, the, the better, you know, her life will be growing up and the more experiences she gets to share. Again, just make sure you communicate with your partner who you're with, who has the child and understand that, you know, this takes time. You know, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Come from a genuine place, as, as my wife often did, you know, and just a, a, a real human place. You know, kids are a lot smarter than, than we think that they are. We like to think that they are. And with that in mind, just know that they can sense and feel someone who's genuine and authentic as opposed to someone who's fake and trying to force a, a relationship. You know, my daughter was very savvy and very in tune to all that. And I think that's why she really got along with Shay, because there was no BS, for lack of a better word, you know, um, when it came to Shay spending time with her and having great conversations with her and, and taking her out on activities. So for whatever it's worth, again, just take it day by day don't rush it communicate with your partner don't overthink it just be yourself um, because again kids can truly sense what real authenticity is and what real genuine personalities are so when it comes to dating with kids specifically speaking to men um, a little piece of advice for you guys out there i know it's the elephant in the room about you know finding someone who's going to be um, you know open and accepting to your situation and look i just wanted to say guys if i can do it I promise you can do it because when I first started dating with my daughter, uh, being in my life, I was 21 years old. So this is almost dinosaur ages, right? This is this is pre-social media. This is before everyone knew your entire life before you even met them. So I had the luxury of not only bringing it up in conversation to whoever I was dating that I was a father, but I also, you know, had the opportunity to really. Um, protect my daughter right and, and, and to really make sure I introduced her to the right woman because no one got to see her unless I allowed that to happen you know so again I know that you guys don't have that luxury today but I just wanted to, to give some some words of encouragement you know I often used to think because I had a daughter I was now bringing baggage into the new relationship right and I, not that I was ever ashamed of my daughter, but, you know, again, being 21 years old as a father, it's not really a good look, <laughs> you know, on paper. Um, I didn't really stand out as, as a prime candidate, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and I was so proud and so honored to be a father. And I think that really resonated with the women that I was dating. So I encourage you guys to, to not be ashamed that you're raising a child in a broken home. Everything happens for a reason and you have to control it in your control. One last piece of advice for the guys out there that are dating with kids is that make sure you communicate with your child. You know, obviously it depends on how old they are, but honestly, I would say anything from the ages of four and up is worth having a conversation with them. Be honest with them and transparent and just let them know, hey, you know, daddy's thinking about dating. I wanted to talk to you about it. I wanted to see how you felt about it. And then obviously when it comes time to introduce your child to your partner, definitely have that, that open conversation with them because kids really truly value transparency. And it's something I know my daughter really appreciates from me that I don't really keep anything from her. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate of what you don't know won't hurt you as a 12 year old, but there's a lot of things that I make sure I include her on and, and get her up to speed. So that way there's no, um, you know, surprise factor, which sometimes can, can be a bad thing. And worst case scenario, build some resentment. So I really encourage you guys to just be honest with your kids when it comes to dating. So I hope that helps you guys because I know if I was 21 years old and I was listening to someone give me this kind of advice, oh man, that would help me out so much. And so with that being said, I just hope you guys can 
take that for whatever it's worth. Hopefully it helps you guys out. Um, hang in there. You know, it's, it's being a step parent again, as I said, is not for everyone. Um, but the right one, it, it, it definitely will be for them. So again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for taking the time. If you guys have even more time, please leave a review, leave a rating, comment. Please let me know what you guys thought of this. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you again. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.